Welcome to Massive Damage Adventures, an actual play role-playing game podcast. My name is Merrick Moyer. I'm the Dungeon Master, Storyteller, Lore Master, and all-around host. Every month, I run a one-shot using a different system, pulling in a different cast of players. For Season 5, we're trying a few new formats. We'll be alternating between one-shots and short, three-part campaigns. You can also find short campaigns live on twitch.tv slash massivedamageadventures or archived on YouTube under Skyhammer Press. And you can find our ongoing D&D campaign, Rise of the Ancients, on the Massive Damage Campaigns podcast. All intellectual properties, including game materials, setting material, music, and whatever else, are used without permission. None of them are ours. We're just using them to enhance our gameplay. But an extra special thank you to Hayden Lister for letting us use his song Rediscovery as our intro. Check out more of his music at ReverbNation.com slash Hayden Lister. H-A-Y-D-E-N-L-I-S. T-E-R. Also, please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want to run your own games and need a few ideas, check out our social media Roll D4 Adventure Prompts. And if you pledge a dollar a month at patreon.com slash skyhammerpress, you get four full adventure seeds on every Roll D4 Adventure. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Okay, so you head back out of the Alderwood, and it is easy to get out. It only takes you about 20 or 30 minutes at this point um, with with the forest not fighting against you. You head back to the village of Riverbend uh, with uh, Macklin and Winnie in tow. Do you head to their farm or, you know, their farms? I would like to uh, the priest of Creep. Yes, go ahead. I would like to speak to Tabard the priest first for a couple of reasons. One, uh, because he's really the one who hired us. And two, because I want to sweep him on board before we talk to the probably much more emotional family. Smart. Get their religious representative on our side, and he can sway them with the power of the church. And Macklin, of, like, among them says, I mean, I'm not really excited to see my dad. I understand, and I don't blame you. I'm just saying running off in the middle of the night without even the traditional giant family blow-up could get people killed. Also, Your father cried. If he tries anything, I've already threatened to rip his dick off, so... He did. I heard it. Oh. And and Winnie says, I think that's a really good idea because uh, my mom is very devout. No. <laughs> I don't think ripping the dick off is going to help with that. And she goes, no, no, what? No, I'm not speaking to Father Tabbert. Is that like a religious practice here, dick ripping? Because no, I could get involved no. with this town. <laughs> she looks very flustered. Wow, we know what you mean. You meant the guy. The guy who creamed himself earlier. Say what now? Um, all right. <laughs> You'd have to be there. 
So you go to uh, Tabard's small sort of chapel to Creve. It's a single room building with a couple of pews and a little bit of a like a raised area where he can speak from the front. Currently, he is sitting out front uh, in sort of the uh, evening light and reading. He sees you coming up and he leaps up and exclaims in excitement, You've done it! In less than a day! Crazy. Yeah, no. The monsters were terribly easy. You could have walked in there with a fork, killed them yourself. Um, at which point, sorry, as you're as you're heading up, Macklin like goes up to Bailey and says, "Is there any way that we can say that Oberhazel is just a friend and not a monster?" I wasn't gonna get into the monster stuff if I didn't have to. I, not my first rodeo. <laughs> not my first time trying to convince parents that uh, it's okay that their children not be home. All right. So I say, good news, Father Tabard. There is no monster eating children. You do, however, have an epidemic of children who would like to escape their overbearing parents and become actors. He says, actors? <laughs> That's yeah, so Sorry, let me just quickly skim this. Merry Spectus to already start killing. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't expect you to talk to them. I thought you'd kill the big troll guy. Oh, I was going to kill the big troll guy. I was, like, I was checking to see how close I was to him in my hidden guise to jump out and attack. He says, well... Uh, let me just, not that I'm doubting your word or anything, but I believe if I could call on the light of Creve, we could um, bring some some transparency and truth around this. And he brings oh, no. his hand up, holding on to uh, a holy symbol, like touching his robes. Yeah, all right. I didn't say anything that was untrue, so far as I know. No, and he's heading towards Macklin and Winnie. Like, he wants to cast a magic spell that will cause them to tell the truth. Hey, 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 Isn't, don't, aren't you supposed to ask people before you do magic things to them? And he says, oh, do you think it's not necessary? I said you should ask them. Uh, you can make a charisma or persuasion check. I'll make a persuasion check to stand up for their human rights. Yeah, like, seriously, dude. You know, like, I assume they're lying immediately. Let me cast a spell on them. Jen, we also assumed they were lying immediately. Yeah, and cast a spell on them, so that's what I'll say. Yeah. I already did it. I already did <laughs> it. That's the different. Same thing. That's different. We're main <laughs> characters. <laughs> it's different. We have rights to do no, it. I dispelled we have magic. Christ. I didn't do charm magic. I dispelled job magic. All right, priest. Let's see what you got. 25. Persuasion. Whoa. And he, he kind of puts his hand down and he nods and he says, I'm only concerned that there might be some influence upon them that I'm not aware of. But you're well-experienced adventurers and mercenaries. If you believe that they are telling the truth, then of course, sit down, everyone. Let's, let's, let's talk this through. 
Till the oddity check. Jacqueline, Winnie, do you no, want I... to be under a truth spell for your side of the story? Um, Winnie will say, not particularly, but we're happy to tell you the truth, Father. And I did do a spell just to see if they were under any sort of charm or beguiling influence, and they are free of magic. Okay. Well, sit your ass down, preacher! I don't so know they... how. Am I good cop here? What is... <laughs> so they sit down, and um, Macklin and Winnie begin to tell him their story. Um, that they were being forced into a marriage that they didn't want. And Macklin was given an invitation, a handwritten invitation, to come out into the woods and join an actor's troupe. And um, when he decided to take up that invitation, um, he went to speak to Winnie and found out she had been delivered one as well. So they decided to go together. Um, Tabert kind of listens with uh, an open expression and says that uh, the grace of the gods comes in strange packages sometimes. What's most important is that you are safe and undevoured by monsters in the woods. I, I think that you should go and speak to your parents and tell them the choices that you've made but I see no reason not to agree to these terms that your patron, Oberhazel, has, has set out. Well, that's one town down. Uh, oh, we should probably go to the parents, too. We don't want, like, a mob to form here. Priest, oh, we do a little bit. Along. We do a little bit want a mob to form. They're so squishy. <laughs> and Tabert will say, um, as agreed... 200 crowns for bringing them home safely. And your bonus, 100, of course. Um, but, yes. Thank you so much. I mean, since there was no monster to slay, can, but technically we did that. Yes, I'm not going to just give you 200 crowns for not that's, doing something. That's fair. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. I just figured, you know, in for 300 crowns, in for 500. <laughs> the old saying. <laughs> and uh, uh, Macklin and Winnie will say, um, you don't... We can go on our own. You don't want to be there for this. This is going to be... Do you need help? Like backup? Because we're there. And um, Winnie kind of like thinks for a second and says, I might take Macklin to my mom's, but... Uh, no, we'll be okay. Can I make you a sure? dick-ripping gesture? <laughs> All it takes, grab, yank. Very easy. Alright, and then it's starting to get dark by this point. You've been paid for one job. Um, you Let's could here. head off in the night uh, and go to Bartok Barrow Mine or to Saint's Crossing. You pop um, up the or map. you could... Uh, yep, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think either of them are on the map. Well, oh, then never mind then. Sorry, did we also set terms that this no one from this village can enter without permission from the Sylvan? Yes, yes. Um, okay, sorry. 
yeah, uh, I didn't say that out specifically, but yeah, Tabert um, agrees to everything that Oberhazel set out. Says the kids can make their own decision, Mm -hmm. and we will leave the Alderwood to uh, their patron. Okay. Just one second. Uh, Can I get this letter? I just... Winnie, could you, like, do you have your letter on you? I just want to see the letter. I'm just curious. Yeah, sure. She'd probably, like, root around in a pouch and and pull out, like, a crumpled letter. I see if there's magic on that page. All right. Do some magic training. Sniffs the shit out of it. Don't trust that that creature. Oh, my ears are ringing. Weird. 17! It's because you're, um, you're not trusting the Fae, Jen. Yep. Yeah, they got real mad. I was gonna say the same thing. They were like, Sorry, sister, sec- what's wrong with you? A 17? Yeah, no, it, um, just seems like regular paper and ink. Okay. The call of a good audience can seem like magic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you couldn't even hold yourself together for one second. I couldn't. It's true. All the right. point is, let's kill everyone in this town, take all their stuff. No, sorry. So, do you sleep here for the night, or do you head off in the dark? Will we I get there? don't vote to head off in the dark. It's about a half day's journey. A couple hours. That's been a long day. You know what's great at night? Sleeping. I agree. We already got rooms, so... Yep. We can start tomorrow with more braiding. Severin, do you think you're going to be able to sleep tonight? I've still got a lot to think about. I'll try. If you'd like, I can just punch you in the face until you go to sleep. I'm going to play a soothing lullaby. I wouldn't feel anything anyways. You so, might feel sleepy. One room is uh, ten crowns uh, for the night. The one room that Jesus. you were staying in. That's expensive. Wow. That's actually uh, cheap in room. Yeah. Uh, I mean, war times. Per right? night. I'll pay it. You need to charge more. Our overheads are just getting too high. <laughs> you should hold your head lower. <laughs> it's easier. Real, real Drax moment neck. there. Did, did Severin make a joke? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen his face do that before. I mean, knowing him, no, he didn't, and he meant, meant it. You should literally hold your heads lower. In shame. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, Remember, everyone deserves to die. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> all right. And we all will. Don't worry. So you have another evening at the inn. Um, we have, you a, want we have one of those s- nights where you just get some cash, you know, and you go a little bit fancier than normal. Yeah, a simple meal would be 10 crowns. A good meal would be 30. Ooh. We'll pay it. Wow. So that 200 we got paid is not as good as I thought it was. It is 300. 300 total split between the four of you. Yeah, okay, I guess we didn't actually put that much work into it. That's okay. Yeah, so I mean, we walked out to the woods 70, and then walked back. 75 each. 75 each. We even got to see a play for free. And yeah. then I paid the 10 for the room. 
Well, I'll pay. I'll pay the thirty for dinner. Yeah, yeah we can pay for dinner. No, that's thirty per person. For oh billion. my fuck! I'll still do yeah, it. Yeah, no, don't. That's too much. I I have some money. I can I can buy myself dinner. Severin, are you rich? No, I just never <laughs> know if I'll see tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Find out your wealth means nothing. Alright, and so you have a lovely evening, nice food, good long sleep, or perhaps no sleep for Severin. It takes 70 levels of exhaustion. It's so he doesn't have to spend so much money on eyeliner. Get those, you know, eye bags really going. That's natural eyeliner. And uh, where would you like to go? Bartok Barrow Mine or Saints Crossing? We should probably escort Winnie and Macklin back and then take the next two can- Oh, okay. We should probably retrieve the um, hostages, the kids that belong to the next town over for that negotiation. Look how not dead they are. That went really well, and I personally like to stick to winning strategies. You're not wrong. Like, if we just yeah. show up and say, hey, your kids aren't dead, and we don't have their kids, they'll be like, go fuck yourself. Uh... If we show up with their kids, they'll be like, hey, they're definitely not dead. There they are. Well, and we can, like, I guess we have all the time in the world, so we can just kind of be like, we go there to America, we get the kids, we head to the next town. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they have a fancy inn. Ooh, a fancier inn. I all mean, right. Martok's Barrow probably doesn't. That's a mine, yeah. That doesn't sound like a friendly place. So, um, you, you go and you pick up Macklin and Winnie. Um, there's some, like, tearful goodbyes, uh, a grumpy father who doesn't seem to want to be involved. Um, I crack my knuckles at him. Uh, mothers like who motion. want to let go. Uh, but Macklin and Winnie come back with you to the Alderwood. Wasn't that better? The closure. And, um, Winnie says... I feel a little bit better, but it's going to take a lot for my mother to let go. That's well, probably fair, she'll fuck she her cousin or something. Not, but now she knows you're not dead, so maybe it's not all about you. <laughs> Seriously, how many people fuck their cousins in that tune? <laughs> everyone? No, it's everyone. It's not... It's like only 25% of the time. That's way too high of a percentage. <laughs> Alright, who are our next kids? Let's go. Yeah, so... Uh, you want the group again? Ar- Armand Asmar? Asrums. The dwarf boy. <laughs> Oceresops. Ambrus. He was from Bartok's Barrow. Where was Lorcan, Maeve, and Nola from? Are they from Saints Crossing? Uh, Nola is from Bartok's Barrow as well. Lorcan and Maeve are from Saints Crossing. Two of each. All right, you two, that's, let's go. That's suspicious that they took a guy. Girl from each town. I mean, he may just be trying to ride out his past. Can we map quest this and like? Yeah, what's the smartest path? Can we take all of them and go? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you can. Um, you can honestly just go to whichever village you prefer. Okay. Can we grab all the kids? 
well, the two, the four remaining. And we'll swing by Bartok's Barrow and get them sorted out. I'm ready for long travels. I saved some of my $30 meal. Most Over of has- it. Hassle? Over You're Hassle? Off. One down, we'll take a third of our money. Ooh, I like it. Um, he kind of, like, says, Yes, that was a very impressive, but one down doesn't mean... I don't know why he turned into Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a conjurer of cheap tricks! That is not a truce with the region. That is just one town. The other two towns could come at us at any time. Well, we're going to go back out. I mean, how fast do you think we walk, man? You're good for this, right? Yes, yes, I'm good for it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I am. Alright, next town, I guess. Uh, Alright. And so, you are going to Bartok Barrow Mine? Town of Mineville. Oh. It's not working. Rough it. Testing? Is it working now? There you are. Uh, But I think Severn was suggesting we take all four, and then we can just do like a milk run of towns. Yeah, Yeah, because like, we go grab the kids, get them fixed up with their family, they come with us, go to the next one, their kids get fixed, and then we all come back. All eight of us. Yeah. Rather than like... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, for sure. So Macklin and Winnie stay with Oberhazel and Flip, and you take Ambrose, Lorcan, Maeve, and Nola, and you head off. Um, The, the village is an unremarkable mining settlement. Uh... As you're sort of approaching, Ambrose tells you that it's part of a larger mining company, sort of owned by a, a clan of, of dwarves, uh, a company-owned settlement, of which his mother is the current uh, overseer. Um, whenever his mother is traveling, his father steps in. Uh, and town is purpose-built by the company. There's a uh, the overseer's office, a mess hall, living quarters all neatly packed together around a village square, paved with stone from the mine, the centerpiece of which is a large brass bell of dwarven make. Big old bell town. There are two notable locations. <laughs> um, As you sort of like come into the town you can see that it's uh mid-morning at this point there's a couple of people out and there is um a dwarven woman speaking with a couple of sort of official looking uh humans and a number of other dwarves having just sort of like an open um impromptu meeting on the area and uh the dwarven woman just kind of like passes her gaze over you just sort of notes you and then looks back then she turns back quickly and drops her notepad. I do like and, a super dramatic little guitar sting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she she shouts out 
Oh, no. First, she sprints over to you, uh, grabbing um, Ambrose in a big hug, and then begins to shout, My son is alive! Work cannot continue on such a blessed day! Get out of the damn mine and come celebrate! It's a miracle! Ambrose has returned! And uh, somebody starts ringing the big bell. Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, miners, mostly human, with a number of dwarves among them, come running out of the mines, and in a surprisingly quick amount of time, several barrels of Mahakaman mead and Cadewinian stout are rolled out into the village square. Okay, as mine towns go, this place seems awesome. Yeah, dwarves rule. Uh, Dandling goes berserk. Like, it's... It's whatever adventure we were on is now out of the way. Traditional Dwarven Mead is out. My people are here. It's party time. <laughs> uh, Ambrose is carried off on oh. uh, shoulders uh -oh. and he is laughing and uh, people are cheering and his, his mother is going to drink with him. His father pops over uh, to speak with you really quickly and says... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, who are you? We found your son. That's great news. Uh, we thought that he'd been taken by the forest. I just walked into it. You know what? There's a story there that we really should discuss with, um, you, you run this town? Your wife town, runs this town? town? Leaders. Oh, yes, my wife, uh, Zizoka, um, Bartok, she runs it, yes. Well, when you think it's a good moment, uh, we should probably have a nice sit-down talk uh, about what happened to your son. All right. But he's okay. Great. And he looks over and he goes, Nola, is that you? She says, yes, hi. I didn't know you were missing. Wow. And she goes, yep. Um, Bailey flings like a really oh. sympathetic arm around Nola's shoulder and say, "I get it. I get it completely. I am so sorry." Nola, do you have family? Oh, no. Um, my parents were killed in a in a mining accident, um, but the town kept me on as a washer girl. We didn't even ask. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck, Nola. Yeah, you live in that forest, girl. We're really sorry. Yeah, we're like Nola. Sorry. Oh, let's just come back over here. There's no reason for you to go talk to anyone. And the party kicks off, and everybody is very excited to have a day off to just drink. Duh. Somebody rang a bell at my work and said, Hey, someone came back and it's drinking time. I'd be like, and to power off the computer, here we go. Uh, one of the uh, sort of like um, excited miners bumps into you and says, Hey, 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 uh... A Bartok Barrow Challenge? Yep. All right. And uh, he sits you down at a at a picnic table, and there are mugs of mead pulled out. Yep, let's do it. Anybody can join in if you like. I don't join in on the drinking contest, but, I mean, there's a party here. I should play music for it and make more money. <laughs> Busking! Oh, yeah, okay, so you should definitely do the thing to see if you have been in this mining town before. Pulling up the place where I wrote down how to do this. It's an entirely, like, 70-page essay. 
So you got the return act ability. So you roll an empathy against a DC set by the GM. I would say that this is an average, a 14. And just empathy, no other skills at it? Uh, if you had points in the charmer, it would be, or in return act, you would be able to, but you don't have any yet. It's at a zero. 19. Dang. Yes. Um, you get a plus two charisma with everyone at the town just for this because they know you. As soon as you start str uh, playing some music, they're like, wait a second, we know you. And uh, you're going to, you can now make a busking roll and whatever you roll, you gain that much in crowns times two. Okay, and is that another empathy one? It is. Empathy plus your skill in uh, busking. I put a bunch in there at your recommendation. Busk it. 19. 19? So you yeah. earn 38 crowns. Oh yeah, and the plus two for the charisma there, so 21. Charisma's a skill. Ah. Uh, okay, I see. Sorry. Sorry. How many crowns was that? 38. Nice. Wow! Yeah, you just start playing through this dr uh, drunken mining town, and people are tossing crowns at you. I want to drink with the dwarves. I definitely want to drink with the dwarves. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody who wants to do this, you have to make three endurance checks in succession. Severin, come drink. I I, I show while I'm doing this, I'm showing Nola the basics because I mean they're gonna need this on the road. I nice, hand Sever in his wine cooler. <laughs> yeah, uh, and do they have any boons? <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, just touching on that, Nola is actually very excited to follow you around because she's the pan flute player in the troupe and she's picked it up when she joined the troop. She's only been playing it for a couple of days. Thanks. She's okay, and she's really drinking in everything you teach her. Oh, that's awesome. Aww. I will totally show her how to work a party crowd. Um, for anybody playing uh, Bartok Barrow Challenge, uh, somebody quickly explains the rules. You need to quickly chug um, three tankards of Mahakaman Mead, uh, racing your opponents to finish them and stack them upside down in a pyramid. Ooh, nice. And this is insurance, you said? Yep, three endurance checks. I'm gonna die. At DC 14. <laughs> Everyone right. that you succeed at, you add together to create a total. Oh, okay. I've already failed. <laughs> Do I keep rolling if I fail the first one? Yes. Oh my god, I'm so good at drinking. Sorry, what do I have to... I just add up the three rolls? If they beat a DC 14, you get to oh. add them together. If you do okay. not succeed on the 14, you don't get to add that in. But no. still roll all three, Merrick said. I failed all three. I failed all three as well. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you, guys are bad at, you guys are bad at drinking. Or are we good at it? I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, I'm going to be so sad. Yeah, I did my math no. way wrong. I'm way better. Could you be a happy drunk? Oh, you uh, the the person who ran into you only succeeds on one, add a fourteen. 
and so he got a 14. My total is 51. Holy dicks. <laughs> I got an 18, a 19, and a 14. <laughs> and so everybody's like... <laughs> and uh, Danling is just done. Yeah, yeah, I grabbed all three mugs, and then, like, when you tear them together so they pour into each other, just pour them all at, <laughs> all at one continuous go, and then slams two down, one on top of it, just like that kid right there. <laughs> so, uh, you... Wow. Yeah, that kid's impressive. Oh. He's gonna throw up a thousand percent, but... That gif is frightening. <laughs> That's an old one. That's from the dark days of the internet. Okay, so, I have never seen that before. Wow. Yes, you um, you drink so well and efficiently that a group of people come around and are cheering you on. I love this town. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Oh, then they fight us. That's even better. Let's no, do it. Uh, for each failed check, oh. the character is affected by the intoxication uh, condition for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> How many did you guys fail? Four, three. Oh, definitely here for up. the night. Yeah, you're yeah, down. They, they uh, failed all three, which means they are intoxicated for six hours. You're a stumbling drunk. Your reflex, <laughs> dexterity, and int are at minus two. You're at a minus three for verbal combat, and there's a twenty-five percent chance that you won't clearly remember everything you did. Wow. Nice. What's wrong with him? Can I even get drunk? Oh, good question. You purge it. Drink some uh, golden oil. Yeah, yeah, or some white honey. That's the one. (laughs) I imagine you just like totally lose the drinking contest and you're just like, I'm not even going to be drunk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Take your poison. (laughs) Okay, and um... My toxicity is up 10%. But <laughs> let's toxicity. Be, let's be honest, I'm pretty toxic, toxic yeah. already. <laughs> it's on top of a so, 200% already. You you party on into the night? As you're drunk for six hours? Yeah, baby. I sleep. All right. Um, you are given uh, rooms... Uh, for free, they're not super nice. It's like a boarding house, but you're given private rooms um, where you can stumble to towards later. And uh, you wake up in the morning to the gentle knocks of Ambrus Bartok at the door. Ambrus, good morning. Whoa. They're not doing good. Good morning to you. Good news. Um, my mother was so excited to have us back. She agreed, just like that. Wow. Human perception. Yeah, sure. I agree. Ooh. I would also like to do a human perception. Ah, no, you've got this. You roll that. I don't know about that. I'm really bad at reading people. Uh, I did get a 20. Mm. Uh, he's absolutely telling the truth. He says, I... My mom, dad, and I had a whole bunch of drinks. I told them everything. And they weren't super excited about um, me running off with a Sylvan, but 
they're just happy for me, and uh, they've agreed. They're um, we're not going to be going into the Alderwood anymore, and I can go off and be an actor. Can you imagine awesome. dealing with your problems like an adult? Who'd have thunk it would have worked out? Yeah, if you just you know so told them well. that and left, you'd have been great. But no, it's fine. Now we get paid for it, so thank you. Oh yeah, was there a reward? Did your mom mention a reward? Did they put a, a wanted poster? No, I'm sorry. Well, let's go talk to her and see if maybe we can scrounge up one. Bailey. What? Bailey, I need an hour to get ready. Go get us money. I'm with I... you, Bailey. Alright, I'll, I'll go talk to them. Sure. So, uh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, you could just roll a straight persuasion if you like. Severin, I'll help do your makeup. <laughs> it's two hungover people trying to, like, do each other's makeup. Nine. Ooh. Nine? Um, and so... That negative after rolling a one is harsh. Yep. Uh, so they, uh... Uh, you speak with Sasoka Bartok, and she says, You are heroes of the town, and the Bartok Barrow Mining Company will know your name far and wide. But no, I'm not giving any of crowns. Fair. Uh, in Dwarven... You have a hard bargain. Dwarven is a language, correct? Yeah. I say, is it possible to get uh, maybe a little cask of Mahakaman mead to go? You can make a persuasion check for that. I would make that an easy. You only got to beat a 10. Uh, yeah, but I don't talk to people. Roll a one. This isn't people. <laughs> Are you saying dwarves aren't people? <laughs> You're hungover and I got an axe. I'm also not there. <laughs> uh, what did I have to beat? 10. 10. 11. Yay, success. Uh, she says, oh, we can rustle up one, one more for you. It's, uh, it's been so long since I've had any of it, so. And she'll put, like, a hand on your shoulder and say, I know what that's like. <laughs> and I headbutt her. She headbutts you back. Yeah, I figure. And then her husband's like, whoa, 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 hey, hey, uh, it's nice whoa. meeting you. Um, and I headbutt him, now. too. <laughs> he sits on his butt. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that one was pretty easy. All right. Well, <laughs> we collect no love from nowhere. Uh, oh, yeah. No family. I, I assume too. I've just like adopted Nola to teach her what I can before she goes off with her own acting troupe. <laughs> That's so sad. We didn't even ask her. Yeah, uh, but we do have uh, Maeve and Lachlan, right? Lorcan. Yeah. Maeve and Lorcan. Yeah. Okay, before we get to Saints Crossing, on the way, we're like, okay, do either of you have families in Saints Crossing? <laughs> um, yeah, so Lorcan will tell you again that uh, his father is Tor, the blacksmith in uh, Saints Crossing. And that uh, when he was a kid, his father just wanted him to blacksmith. Uh, when he wasn't strong enough to lift the hammers, his father forged little hammers and a small oh. anvil. 
That's so adorable. That's kind of adorable. And Lorcan loved it until he got old enough that, you know, he wanted to expand his knowledge and read and study and discovered that all his dad was interested in was blacksmithing and would not support him in anything else. Ooh, that's brutal. At which point, um, he... I don't know what Jen's doing, but I hate it. <laughs> he got an invitation from uh, Oberhazel, offering to sponsor his more creative pursuits with materials and backing. He took his tools with him and became an actor and a stage builder. I mean, it's really tough to fault a kid for wanting to get away from not being supported. You know what also is really sad? When you ask Nola her story we try to avoid she wasn't invited by Oberhazel. oh you see Ambrose was did she just and, tag along uh yeah she was always friends with him uh when she found out that Ambrose was planning to run away she packed all of her belongings and followed him in secret when she arrived she was happily surprised that Oberhazel. uh accepted her with open arms even though she hadn't been invited oh my god sorry uh, about severin i no longer feel anything about your backstory i'm more emotionally connected to an npc in a book i i get, I get it <laughs> i write nola a letter inviting her to be my apprentice just in case she wants I just, it i just i just i just i just hug her so I, uh, I write her a very nice letter inviting her to be my apprentice. She can hold on to that for as long as she likes. And then uh, the last one, Maeve, she tells you her story. She grew up at the Weary Traveler in Saints Crossing. Her father, Lun, is the innkeeper and always had a busy uh, uh, packed in with uh, drunken mercher merchants, workers, and other patrons. Um, her best memories from childhood were of the occasional bard that would perform there. As soon as she was able and she was becoming a serving girl at the inn, she saved up a couple of coins from every one of her tips until she could buy her own small harp. Anytime her father was uh, helping out with the sort of um, administration of the town, which, you know, he's sort of like village council type of guy, she would perform at the inns. Unfortunately, one time, uh, or very recently, her father caught her stealing a little bit of money from him, and they had a big fight, at which point Oberhazel sent a letter inviting her to come and play music with the troupe. Why didn't she join up with her mother, Mab, the Queen of Air and Darkness? <laughs> Anywho. Um, nice. You are heading towards Saint's Crossing when you hear some uh, uh, breaking and trampling through the woods, and Winnie tumbles out onto the road in front of you. What? Hey, kiddo, yeah. you stay there? She says, help, quick, you must come quickly, there's an intruder in the Alderwood. Quick, come, Oberhazel is in trouble, danger. Oh, here we fucking go! Yeah, no, we go. If it's possible to crack the Mahakam and Mead while running. <laughs> just a quick swig for confidence. And blood thinning. 
You weren't just going to let this be a diplomacy mission, were you, Merrick? <laughs> it nope. never was going to be. This is the world of The Witcher. I told you. Bloodshed. Okay, so roll initiative, which is a dexterity check. Fighting. Are we doing what we're fighting? Have we encountered anything? Not particularly yet. I just want numbers up. Okay. Just straight dexterity? Uh, Yes, I believe it is straight dexterity. Well. Does this explode? Yes. Yes. 15. All right. So you burst into the clearing, and you can see that... um, uh, Macklin is uh, sort of like setting himself up with uh, what has he got for weapons? None of these none of these kids can die after we just ran around the towns going, "Hey, <laughs> they're fine." Not to mention, we've just learned all of their like traumatic life stories. Uh, so he's setting up with a small hand crossbow, and Winna has like drop down behind one of the benches, also with a hand crossbow. Oberhazel is uh, standing back and uh, seems to be preparing, but looking into the woods. And he doesn't seem surprised as you as you approach. His hand is down on the, uh, the wand that he's been using. And uh, he says, Quickly, take cover. There is a hunter in the woods. Do you know what kind of hunter, or...? The worst kind. And he looks over at Severn, and he says, One of yours paid. I was right. Perfect. Uh-oh. Maybe you could talk to him, Severn? (sighs) If he's on a contract, he's not going to negotiate. Plus, he's probably a dick. We can't kill a witcher. You can, it's pretty... Well, it's not easy, but you can do it. feel like that will make Severn an outcast in witchers and us a witcher target. So here's the thing, is they don't care. Yeah. They don't? Everyone no, deserves not to really. die. You die on a contract, you die. The end. I'm on my own contract. Yeah, well. they do. I've always wanted to fight a witcher. What if I, like, paid you five crowns to fight the other witcher? Yeah. I mean, technically, he's a monster. All right. Well, uh, Danling gets to go first. Is there anything that you want to prepare or do? You do not yet see uh, the witcher, although um, Oberhazel is pointing in the direction in the woods, which is over... uh, in the bottom left, right over here. Okay. Uh, then I'm just going to trudge my dwarf ass over there. Sounds good. Take a run action and move your speed times three. Get up as close as you want. Can you... Uh, do you have to move in a straight line, or can you just... Whenever? Uh, for run, you just get to move your speed times three. Cool beans. Uh, I don't... Like do that. most of that movement. <laughs> but my move times three is 24. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Do it! Alright. And I'm going to take a 
F that big glowing red axe that I wield. Okay, Oberhazel, um, oh, sorry, could I please have, um, Tilney and Severin roll me percentiles, and if you get 25 or lower, you don't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> nice. Because you were so drunk. I remember. I remember. Nice. Okay. Just wanted to make sure that we had that cleared up before we started. Um, Oberhazel just sort of stands and is staring into the woods, and as he sees Danling running that way, he's nodding. Yes, yes, there! Uh, would Tilney like to do anything? Tilney! Uh, wants to just be ready to shoot magic. Pew pew, motherfucker. Okay. Um, then... Severin. Um, I'll move up here and I'll grab one of my throwing knives and get it in my hand at the ready to throw. All right. I don't know if that will give me aim or not, but probably not until the witch is visible. Uh, you can only aim if you do not move. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then you do see the witcher uh, moving through the trees at this point. Wolf school, bald head, uh, thick bushy beard. Sorry, am Whoa. I fighting myself right now? Yes, that is Patrick as a witcher. <laughs> His name is Pardis. If I'd entered the world of the witcher, you've just discovered what I would look like. Uh, and he is holding a silver sword in his hands. Just a coin to this! And uh, as he's uh, running along... He uh, he takes a quick action, or a fast draw action. What is it? Fast draw. What he does is he uh, takes uh, a a bomb off of uh, his his belt, his gear, and he rolls it out towards the grouping of uh, uh, Ambrus, Lorcan, and Macklin. What? He's blowing up kids, damn! <laughs> he just ran in, saw some kids, and whipped a bomb at them. Fuck kids! Maybe it's a sleepy bomb? Dimaterium right. bomb. It's useless against them. Yeah. They've got to make stun saves. I mean, if he's on contract to fight this thing, he's probably also on contract to try and save these kids. Yeah, he's just he's just going to paralyze them. Probably either the one of the villages we told already hired a witcher to put an end to our weird. Well, you know what that means. So, Ambrose uh, appears totally fine. Lorcan and... As, so the bomb rolls out and explodes. It is a salmon bomb. Salmon. Big fish. Oh. Salmon out. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, it just smells powerfully like salmon. It explodes. Oh. It explodes in a bright light, and uh, all of them are covering their eyes. Uh, they are blinded, and two of them are stunned. I hope hey. not permanently blinded. Not oh. permanently. It's a flashbang. And he runs. Uh, Partis staying in the trees, taking a little bit of cover. 
uh, he runs up the side of the verge towards Oberhausel. Bailey's turn. So, uh, Nola, hanging up out there with the fighters, is she holding a weapon? I believe she is wielding... Ooh, she's got an iron longsword. Oh, wow. That's way more hardcore than I was expecting. Does she seem <laughs> like she knows how to use it? Not particularly well, but she's at least pointing it in the right direction. I mean, I was just going to take cover, but I was also considering maybe I should pull Nola into cover, too. I mean, three guys have already gotten stunned. Oh, yeah, maybe I should... Let me double-check Nola's stats. Nola... Yeah, no, she's just got plus four charisma. She's not actually that great. Oh, okay, no, here we go. Winnie, Maeve, and Nola wield short bows and daggers. Macklin, Lorcan, and Ambrose wield uh, long swords and daggers. Anyways. Kids are packing. They're, like, pulling them out from the from the carts and everything. Uh, yeah, you can pull her back if you want. I do. I mean, I'd like to get these other kids into cover, too. I can grab Winnie on my way. Winnie's in cover. She's uh, crouching behind the uh, the uh, bench. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to duck over here, and I'm going to pull Nola into cover, because what is she doing just standing there when somebody's whipping flashbangs around? <laughs> Got a sword, and she Not doesn't know how to use it. fast enough. I'll tell you what. Okay, then we're back around to the top. Uh, well, let's have... At zero, let's have these people do things. So, um, Maeve and Winnie with their short bows. Nah, I got stats for hand crossbows. It says short bow in, um, in the adventure book, but they also say use these stats in the Witcher guide, and they have crossbows. Anyways, uh, they are going to attempt to shoot into the woods. Die, trees! <laughs> Alright, so we got an 11 and an 11 for the Witcher to deal with. He uses his Deflect Arrows abilities. That's cool. Oh, right, and actually they get minus threes because of the speed he's moving and his uh, reflexes. So it's actually an 8. And where is his deflect arrows? Parry arrows. Oh, look, a 15 and a 16. That's sick. Did he just wing, wing? Yeah. Tring, tring, and, and he continues running. While uh, on the run, which is sick. And then it is Danling's turn. Well. They always say, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, <laughs> I chopped your ass with a big axe. Uh, I'm going to... You He actually gets a minus three to his defense because you're behind him. Oh, nice. Take that, back arc. Mm -hmm. uh, then I... <sighs> Do I double strike him or do I hard strike him? Go hard or go home. Yeah, I think I'll strong strike him. All right. 
Come on, baby, like three Minus tens three? in a row. Oh, yeah, let's pull out this. Let's pull out this major thing. Are you aiming? Uh, that's an action, so no. No, I mean, sorry. Are you aiming for a specific body part? Oh, I see. Um, does that include penalties? Um, I assume it does. Well, you know what? He's running through the woods. I'm not aiming at a body part. Okay. It's, seems pretty reasonable. I'm just taking a swing at him as he's like trying to catch up to him. Chop him, you know? Chip chop applesauce. Chip chop chop. I go chippity chop with my chop chop knife. Are there more questions you have to ask? No, but I did find the penalties. Okay. So it's a minus six if you're aiming for the head, minus one for the torso, minus three for arms, minus two for legs. But otherwise I just roll? Uh, yeah. Okay, then I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm just going to swing at him. Just go for Get swing. Big swanging. That is... Explosion. And another, oh, another explosion. Oh, dang. Woo! No, Patrick, I rolled a one! <laughs> I chop his fucking head off! <laughs> That's a minus five to his reposition base. Cool. Okay, so I got 23 on dice. So, 32 plus... So, 38. Wow. Versus his minus 5. I got a minus 5, so that's that's a 13. So, you actually beat by 25. Okay. Okay, so you hit. He's attempted, like, uh, you come up with your big swinging axe... And uh, chop into him, and he tries to sort of, like, dodge roll forward, but he's not quick enough. Um, So you apply skill and mods. Is the attack above defense? Yes. Uh, Seven or more above. So let's do the crit first. Uh, You get an immediate ten damage, uh, ignoring armor. uh, Sick. Stopping power. And uh, score a deadly critical location. So roll 2d6 to determine the location, please. And he's got to take 10. You said 2d6 for location? Yes, please. Uh, 11. Where is his armor? In his body now. (laughs) (laughs) Inside of him. Also, he he's moving like a superhero cat through the woods, blocking arrows, and then whoop! Yeah. Dodge this. Uh, so sorry. What was the location? Eleven. Eleven. Thank you. Eleven is a damaged eye. So he turns towards you, and you crank the axe into his face. Jesus. Oh, it's eyeball. He takes a minus five to sight-based awareness and a minus four to dex. The wound is bleeding. Oh my god! Speaking of which, when do I apply my sick-ass weapon abilities? That's gonna... I don't know what your weapon abilities are, so I don't know. Okay, so I have ablating. So I roll 2d6. I think it's 2d6 uh, divided by 2. No, maybe it's 1d6. Uh, and that's how much damage it deals to the location? 
Okay. And that's so it's one d six divided by two to the stopping power of the armor if it penetrates. Inside. Okay. Cool. All right. So that was the crit. Now we're going to continue on. Now you roll your weapon damage. Okay. Six d six. Oof! Goodness. Yeah, it's a berserker axe. Wow. It's meant. It's meant for fucking people. <laughs> Doing mathematics is difficult. If only you had a handy dandy roll uh, 20. <laughs> Look, Merrick! Uh, dice roller. Get off my back. <laughs> built into your character sheet on I've roll spent 20. So much money on dice, Merrick. I can't roll magic dice and just. You know, there's a pile at, of them look looking at me. Have. Um, oh, okay, look it. what you did. Look, Patrick, look. It's the Doom Edition. I have those ones. Yeah. 28 weapon damage. 28 weapon damage. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wee, wow. Um, and so that was I. So that means that's to the head. Okay. That seems not great for him. So you said it was 28 damage? 28 damage. Okay, so now I subtract the stopping power of uh -huh. his armor, um, which is 10. So you do 18. Straight to his brain. Damn, he's got good armor, though. You multiply that by 3. My so damage? Getting, yeah, so 54. Why, why by 3? Because you hit his head. Oh, fuck. I am really good at hitting people's fucking heads, Merrick. Um, Headshot. I mean, that's a one-shot. Yeah, are you going <laughs> to one-shot the Witcher? Yeah, no. Because... Um, <laughs> <it, laughs> here's the thing. He has 50 hit points. Mm -hmm. The deadly critical dealt 10, ignoring the stopping power. Yep. So he goes down to 40. Correct. And then after all of that, you rolled the 28 damage. Stopping power drops that to 18 multiplied by 3. That's still 54 yeah. against his 40. So you just drop the axe into his face and he goes down. Let me roll for, for fire. Brain. Okay. And, and the, um, and uh, the uh, stopping power, the ablating, please. Okay, you're right. Uh, so his armor is actually bladed by two. It's cool. He's not wearing a helmet, so. Okay. Uh, the armor of his skin, skin <laughs> is bladed by two. That uh, he is on fire. Good, good. Uh, he is not bleeding. I did roll a 99 on bleed chance, though. That's he cool. is bleeding okay. from you hitting him in the eye. So the axe normally does bleeding, so. and I have the dashbog rune, which lights his head on fire. I turn him Holy. into... The flaming pumpkin man. At which point, Oberhazel will shout out, Stars and chaos! What is that? He's gone! <laughs> it's never my intention to instantly one-shot a bad guy. I just keep doing it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Three more witchers appear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All Artis right. Has, Artis was a uh, was a quadruplet. I was I was so ready to hex him. 
I'm sorry that I just did it again. Well, actually, in the last time, you were gored as shit by a manticore, so you were yeah, pretty okay. Yeah, no, I was okay with it. Patrick, you were so excited for this fight, and you charged in, and it was done. <laughs> you got it. I was just gonna throw my throwing knife at him and probably do nothing based on his armor, so... So, well, here's by accident, I super killed him. I definitely rolled a one. If I had not rolled a one, I would have rolled a nine. And nine would have been defense of 27. You still would have hit him. Yeah, it wouldn't I wouldn't have been, have been crazy critical. Right, right. I did also explode twice on my attack roll, which is yeah, bonkers. Woof. Well, Oberhazel, <laughs> like, steps so he, out. He throws a grenade <laughs> down. I run up and go, no. <laughs> and Oberhazel comes out and says, I certainly made the right choice bargaining with you for. Who's this guy? I have no idea. Looks like a witcher. Oh. Smells like a witcher. What's a witcher, all right? You want to loot yeah. him? For I was going to say, you want to loot him? him? Oh, definitely, yeah. So I just, like, pull off his wolf amulet and kind of throw that in the woods. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so super disrespectful. To be fair, cats and wolves do not get along. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, right. I'll just I'll take what he's got. He's got one more salmon bomb. Uh, he's got two swallow potions, two full moon potions, two white honey potions. Sick. Oh, nice. Any ingredients? Any other, like, ingredients? Yeah, he'd have a various number of uh, alchemical ingredients to make other things. Yeah, I'll just, I'll take whatever he's got in his herb bag. Yup. Well, if he's anything like my Witcher, it's jam packed. <laughs> it's just overflowing. He, he took a catacan decoction before oh, fighting. I love the catacan decoction. Nice. Oh, he runs so much. Wait, no, and that's he, catacan is not that one. It's werewolf. Sorry. And yeah. then he, um, there's specific stuff. He only fights until he's dropped to half. Then he runs away and heals up with the uh, white honey, um, and then takes a different. Uh, he takes the full moon potion to have max, uh, higher maximum hit points when he comes back 30 minutes later. Except. Cool. Sometimes. Except. Also, <laughs> the brutality of these rules. He also definitely could have been bribed, but um, you did not have enough money to bribe him. I bribed him the only way that I know how. Murder. Amongst all of you, would you have had 3,000 crowns? Oof, no, not even no. close. Unless someone else is packing serious coin. I spent a lot of my fancy-ass gear. No, I don't have oh. very much coin at all. So do I have a fair you... amount now, but I'll share. You know, pay for the next few rooms and stuff. So, um, what do you... Like, you are at this point paid by Oberhazel, um, who says, if one of the villagers sent a, a witcher after us, well, we're gonna have to leave now. We should probably I mean, tell that last town that well, the kids are alive. Yeah, well, let us talk to the last town first. Yeah, and we can we can sort of just like hand wave through that as you connect with the other town, How and you, you like discover things? that um, they had heard 
that there was a creature in the woods making deals with the other towns, and they thought that they were uh, banding together against them. So they hired a witcher to just clean out the problem. See, kids, yet another case of a giant problem that could have been solved with talking. Communication, children. I mean, it's also really funny because you chose to go to the two towns that were, like, really easy to convince, whereas uh, Saints Crossing, um, there was multiple people doing all sorts of things. and you, you Was did... it Saints Crossing who sent the Witcher? It was, yeah. I'm going to hex one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we roll. Know. We roll into Saints Crossing. Yeah, we take revenge with a on hefty town. grudge. <laughs> Can I it's read not... my hex? Yeah, what's your hex do? So At least you throw fire. So good. So. I just want to hex someone. Sorry, just before you tell people what the hex is, I'm so sorry. You're going to be very, very excited. He also. When you loot the Witcher, he has fifteen hundred crowns on him. Damn! This was a great errand. We are making so much money. I had to kill one guy. <laughs> Five sorry. minutes tops. You go in and you can choose whether you hex the um, uh, the supremely sketchy uh, blacksmith who is Lorcan's dad, or the um, kind of controlling, but uh, not super effective uh, tavern owner who is Maeve's dad. I don't want to hex either of those people. Isn't there somebody else? Sure, yeah. random villager. Hex made a beautiful little anvil. Yeah, but that was, was a dick. That was Lorcan. That was Lorcan's dad, Tor. Well, hopefully he gets better. I just want to, like, hex, like, a city official or, like, a priest. The city official would be the, um, the, the dad. He'd be the, um, Maeve's dad. He'd be the one that you would have been, uh... Good, I hex him. Would have been negotiating with. Please do tell us what the hex does. My hex costs 12 stamina, by the way. It's heckin'. It's the hex of the beast. The beast is the... And 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 anathema, anathema to anathema. animals. Anathema, thank you. Any times the target comes within eighteen meters of an animal, the animal will react poorly to the subject, giving them negative three to wilderness survival or handling animals. Each time they come within ten meters of an animal, there's a fifty percent chance the animal will attack them. <laughs> Amazing. And then you just throw cats at them. That's that's what I'll do. I just want to make their lives miserable, and the way to remove this hex is so convoluted. Oh, it doesn't even just fade; it's just like for, on no, you. No, they must gather a small live <laughs> animal, two units of mistletoe, one unit of phosphorus, two crow's eyes, three mandrake roots. Under a full moon, the subject must cut the throat of the animal and consume its blood. Then the animal's body must be wrapped in the things. And place an open fire. As the Love scales it. or the fur of the animal burn away, the phosphorus must be thrown into the fire. When the fire has at last burned out, the subject must then remove the bones of the animal and wear them on their person for a day. That is so convoluted, That's and great. no one would ever do that. 
What? You're just gonna have wool? I guess you already do have wolves coming after you all the time. Like, every animal that comes within 10 meters of you, you're just gonna fight You just, it. like, walk by a barnyard and you don't even know, and, like, a whole herd. Yeah. You're visiting his best... kicked out of town. You're, That's just you're inconvenient. Visiting his you're visiting your best friend, and you have to fight his dog to the death. Yeah, they just keep attacking you, and you're like, this fucking sucks. Well, you yeah. probably don't know how to remove the hex. That's you so much better. Keeper. What about just like rats showing up? <laughs> right. Like on you, like while you're sleeping, just pissed off rats keep jumping on you. And birds. That's the so, best hex because you. That it's is not great. like. It's not deadly and like you're aware of it. You don't even probably realize it's happening until just like five years. You're like, I don't know what the fuck it is. Someone's like, that's but, a hex. But animals definitely hate me, yeah. And you got hexed, man. I really yeah, like, do you remember fun. that, like, five years ago, that lady looked at you really intense and then kind of, like, almost passed out? <laughs> I think it was a hex. <laughs> so good. So, uh, do you all want to epilogue your characters? Sure. Um, Bailey seriously did write that little very formal and flowery invitation to Nola to be her apprentice, if she wishes. And mostly carries on on her quest to make money and travel and never go home again. Well, Danling, uh, in his youth, uh, a knight came to his village uh, and sort of uh, explained to him how cool it was being a guy who fights people. And that really inspired the like desire to go out and, you know, learn martial skills. And he's dreamt of being a knight and so he basically just follows Tilney around hoping that at some point he'll get knighted as well Aww. and keeping her safe because she's and we do so it squishy. and it happens and, it has bailey will, and bailey will tag along writing songs about it nice, nice. and we'll make a knight of it cool I also was thinking Coven. I said a knight of it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Coven because I was thinking A coven. knight Coven is what we'll make, which is way scarier. <laughs> no, like a cool, like, we'll have like a knight house and people can come hire us as knights to do things. I like the idea of us forming a, like a separate school of where you learn magic and martial combat. You can train like Called knight knights. Coven. Yeah, and it's called the Night Coven. K N I G H D. Like a TV show. <laughs> Night Coven. <laughs> I'd watch that. Excellent. And uh, Severin. Uh, Severin is kind of in like inspired by the death of Pardis. <laughs> Morbid. Like, well, yeah, but it's it is morbid. But he realizes he's got to get back out there, and you know he's got to become a better witcher. So really, after his long recluse in the woods, he's kind of down to take contracts again, and Damn. decides that he's gonna get back on the road and and uh, start working for money again. And so he kind of just like looks at everybody. And he's like, "Bye, everyone. I'm glad I didn't die before I met you." And then Aww. he just walks back off and down the path and, you know, goes to the next billboard over in town. <laughs> it's 20 feet away. <laughs> it's weirdly Aww. looking. We're like, we're still here. <laughs> we like you too, Severin. 
<laughs> we, we, you can just come we, back. We'll go together. <laughs> we all look at each other and we're like, he's not going to be okay. Yeah, he's just, he's standing at the billboard, like, pulling off, like, some kind of, like, monster in the woods poster. And he turns around, we're just all there, and we're like, what the fuck you think's happening? Let's go fight that monster. <laughs> yeah, and I love it, and I smirk, and we go, definitely. And it's the first time we've seen a positive emotion on Severin's face in yeah, the entire it's a new, time. it's new dawn for Severin. He's kind of... Aww. And then there's the scene where it's the four of us walking out along the road, and it's uh, like sunset in front of us, so it's just silhouettes. I love it. That was a really positive ending. Beautiful. And then a manticore. Be okay. <laughs> and then arrows from every direction. <laughs> so positive for everybody was... except artists. That was in the Alderwood, the second adventure in A Book of Tales. Well. Oh, does Oberhostel's little acting troupe make it big in the city or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. Uh, they tell you that they're heading off to Ard Kareg, and, um, yeah, they, uh, uh, Oberhostel, you know, kind of, like, directs from the back, but, uh, the troupe does pretty well. Nice. I can't wait for Merrick, uh, for us to to try out the other five adventures in that book. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what did you all think of this particular adventure? It was that like, was fun. It was like oh. 50 red herrings. <laughs> I'm mostly just kind of grateful that I actually got to use the bard I made instead of just kind of running around in the background. It was a perfect adventure for that. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the... I really enjoyed rolling my character and coming up with a an emo witcher. <laughs> nice. Yeah, tables and are then, pretty great. And then, yeah, no, the, the adventure was great. Yeah, I'm really... I really like the uh, the format that they did with A Book of Tales. Like, six adventures, you can kind of pick which one you want. Or if you really want to do a campaign, you got a whole bunch of stuff all put together. Yeah. And then, I didn't even, like... Immediately, I didn't. I wasn't aware of the player content in the back. Uh, like new equipment, and then the gnomes, Vran, and Werebubs. I was this cl <laughs> this close to making a Vran because lizard folk are cool. I really want to see a live action Werebub now in the Netflix show. <laughs> hey, it's me, a Werebub. Give me a tiny little like gopher man. Uh, I like that adventure. That was it tricked me because I definitely thought it was a very stereotypical. You go in the woods, there's going to be a monster. You kill the monster and win. And then it was there's like a phase play thing, and it was like okay, so that we're going to have to fight. But he's really powerful. That's not the bad guy. Fuck, who's the bad guy? Is there a bad guy? <laughs> yeah, I specifically like I skimmed the adventures, uh, the early ones, and I was like, I want to go with this second one because it changes the expectation and we've done the monster hunt a couple of times oh well i got to one shot another thing because you these, sure did yeah that these, was this system is fucking nuts into in terms of how much it swings like you can get you hit and it's like all right i do like four damage or you just blast someone's fucking head off also jen got attacked by a manticore in our last game and it was 
devastating. Like, she was, it was, the rules for her, like, yeah, you basically live in a wagon for months. Yeah. Because the recovery is, it's, you got gored by a manticore. She got, like, disemboweled. Yeah. It was brutal. So I chopped its fucking head off. Yep. Anyway. Thank you for the game, Merrick. This was rad yeah. as hell. Welcome. Thank you all fun. for you. Uh, coming and playing Witcher. And uh, as always, thank you, Artelsorian Games, for the uh, the copy to review and play. Artelsorian rocks. They do. And uh, we've uh, we have gotten through all of the published Witcher content so far, um, but they've got more stuff coming, and uh, we're working on a cyberpunk campaign with a guest GM that'll come out as well. Radical. Sounds great. With Good night, everybody. Three of the people here on this call as players. Yay, me! I'm one of them. All right. All right. Good night. Thank you for the game. Good talking to you again, Yay. Justin. Thanks for game. Yeah. Good to see you all. Take care. Thanks, Merrick. Good night. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Massive Damage Adventures. Please rate and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Skyhammer K, on Instagram at Skyhammer Press, on YouTube at Skyhammer Press, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Massive Damage Adventures. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Yeah, it's super good, and um, it's a Journey Smollett should be Black Canary in her own movie. I don't know who that is. Black she Canary? Was, yeah. She was also um, uh, a main character in Lovecraft Country. I never watched Lovecraft Country. Oh, Patrick. It is a crime that that show did not get a second season. Yeah, that is unfortunate. I mean, good shows die young. It's known. This is, it is It is known. This is the way. I mean, so many shows have died before their prime. (laughs) Let's do this. Speaking of dying before your prime. First of all, if this is an entire game of just diplomacy and I created the most axe-choppingiest axe-chopper who can't talk to people, I'm going to be really pissed. I expected to be really useless for this game, and like I was gonna play some nice instrumentals while axe chopping. Yeah, I was like, "All right, so monsters are gonna happen. Melissa's gonna die. I'll have to win." And it's the opposite of Melissa has to save us. I'm just I'm just keeping you on your toes. I'm keeping you on your toes. Witcher, (laughs) it's not always a bloodbath. Yes, it is. (laughs) It always is. I mean, maybe the town comes after us. We don't know yet. we're gonna be I would love it if we were forward. fighting townsfolk. <laughs> yeah, just, I would do so well against humans. Where am I looking at? Oh, there we go. Merrick, you split some stuff on your map. Isn't it pretty? It's a cool, like, desert plain. It does yeah, really look like a hand-drawn grid map that is, like, real old, and there's, like, you know, this was, like, some coke... You know, one once upon a time. There's some Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, it. The big green square. The well, stage. we can fight a square. Merrick, <laughs> you know you can draw shapes. Yeah, but I can't draw them diagonally. Does this explode? Yes. Yes. 15. Does it unexplode too? Yes.
So if I get a 10, then a 1? Then you just add the 1. It's only on your first one. Okay. That would have been funny. Right? I was like, uh oh, do I need a minus? You get get up to like 30 and then back down to (laughs) 0. Thank you.